Hello and welcome to Silence, a podcast where women get really honest about surviving and thriving in what often feels like a man's world. My guests are wonder women from the fields of science, technology, engineering and mathematics or STEM, where inclusivity and diversity can be a real problem. I know this only too well as a female Southeast Asian mechanical engineer. I'm kind of a minority within a minority. I'm Dr. Shanice O'Mara, an engineer turned broadcaster. Throughout my career, I've worked on and reported on some cutting-edge technology and innovation. And through my TV work, I've met some incredibly inspiring women from a diverse range of STEM fields. Talking to these exceptional ladies has often left me feeling empowered, hopeful and excited about life. I believe silence will enrich you too. Every week, a woman in STEM shares her unique experiences with absolutely no pressure in having to promote her accomplishments or guard her impressive reputation. Because I've come to realize that everyone is just way more open and relaxed when they're anonymous. So I deliberately disguise my guest voices so that we're just connecting as human beings rather than human doings. It's my hope that you really relate to what we chat about today. If so, please do subscribe to Silence and maybe even rate and review the show. I'd love to have your feedback. This week, my guest is in the field of design and construction. Hi. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Oh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm I'm so curious to know whether you're in engineering because design and construction can be very engineering focused. Uh, yes, I am an engineer. Um, I'm a chartered engineer. Uh, wow. And yes, I've um, well been an engineer for a number of years now. I enjoy it very much. Um, it started off as one thing and it's kind of progressed from uh, designing water systems to uh, designing big massive super high-rise buildings in random places huh. um, yeah so it's really good it's such an unusual career choice for a woman to be working on like big buildings and kind of infrastructure is this something that you always dreamed of doing from a young age Yes, you're so right. It's um, you're it's 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 unusual. There are not that many of us. I mean, like, you don't go to sites um expecting to see lots of females, or you don't like you don't go into a construction company expecting to see lots of females around. Um, or if you do, or an ex or an, an, are expecting to, um, you don't see many. Mm. Um, I from a young age, uh, I've, I'd say I've always been interested in buildings. Um, I was very interested in my immediate environment. I kind of questions how questioned how things worked, how things came together. Um, I liked creating stuff as well. So, I'd say in in I I've been interested in putting stuff together for a long time, which is what construction is, um, only that you're putting things together on a much bigger scale. Mm, yeah. So. What kind of challenges did you face trying to get into an industry that you were kind of naturally drawn to? Um, right. So ignorance is bliss. <laughs> and to be honest, you know, um, when I kind of imagined I could become an engineer or could be an engineer, um, I didn't know of the challenges. I didn't know of the stereotypes. Um, I wasn't aware of um, all the expectations or lack of expectations in a way. Um, and I really was just powered by, you know, what I was interested in doing. Um, 
it also helped that I I I have a very supportive um mother um and you know I I I grew up seeing her do stuff so you know not for once did I think oh I can do stuff I can be what I want it to be um so I applied to um engineering degrees because I wanted to um and I thought I could I could actually do it um but then obviously um I've come to realize now that yes I was being protected <laughs> from um a world of expectations perceptions um and now I'm having to overcome those challenges ah interesting so when you say you were being protected do you mean you were being protected by your mum or yes I'd say so yes I, I think she um you know she she protected me by um making me feel that I could do what I whatever I wanted to do mm. uh, she protected me by um making all the options available to me because I think that's a big massive thing you know mm. her just laying all the options before me saying you know what these are all the amazing things that you can do um why don't you explore them why don't you um see where your creativity will take you um I think that was protection in so many ways mm. Why did she have that attitude? Um, I'm, yeah, good question. <laughs> um, I, I, I think, you know, um, well, actually, I'm sure she had that attitude um, because of her own personal story. Um, she was a single mom. Um, she had to bring up two kids um, on her own. Um, and she just got into that frame of mind, you know, that she always constantly needed to have the strength for herself and for her kids mm. so um yeah I, th- I think she built the strength and the resilience over the years looking after us pretty much which I'd say is typical of parents <laughs> um you know especially when they have to kind of bring everything together to give their kids the best gosh and so as a little girl you were thinking well I can do anything I want because I've got support Absolutely. and inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, it's so important to have that. I mean, what was then the reality once you were out of that sort of motherly cocoon? Well, um, so I went from that motherly cocoon to um, obviously, you know, starting and finishing a degree in engineering and even believing more in what was possible. Um, I, I, I met great people at university. I um, did projects in, you know, lots of different countries. Um, and, you know, really, I, I, I was even more pumped up about what was possible um, leaving university than I was, you know, going into university. Did you not face discrimination as like one of the few females whilst you were studying? Yeah, I for some reason, you know, thinking back, I was very, very blind to it. Wow. And it probably was there, but I was extremely blind to it because I was just, I guess, in a way, so grateful to be surrounded by the really good people that I was surrounded by. Yeah. Um, and I was so grateful to be um, in a place where I could be inspired by the amazing people I was uh, inspired by. Yeah. Um, so that completely shielded me from the discrimination. 
um, definitely at the point, you know, that I was, um, you know, with, you know, during my university years, definitely, I was in that world of, oh my gosh, this is possible. I was meeting people from pretty much everywhere. I was learning about different cultures. I was, um, you know, traveling to other countries as part of my degree. And so I was completely Im- immersed in, oh my goodness, you know, this engineering degree, oh my gosh, this is where it can take me. Um, so yeah, so that was very exciting. And then I got my first job with a global uh, design uh, company. And mm-hmm. um, again, it was, gosh, amazing possibility. In my first and second year, um, I, I was very lucky to have um, a mentor and a boss who, um, you know, was pretty much all about creativity. So the first and second year where when I was kind of trying to, um, you know, decide and define my area of engineering, again, mm-hmm. I was in in a process of, wow, you know what, this is what I can do. Um, this is what I need to learn to um, get to where I need to get to. Um, and then after like the second year, after coming out of the graduate scheme, when I started to become um, a bit more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a bit more experienced, right? When I started to interact with, you know, potential clients, suppliers, partners, um, then I started to kind of come up against um, right. well, some of the realities. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. And what were those realities? Well, those realities were, oh, you're a young female engineer. Um, yeah. What kind of engineer? You don't look like you've got the experience. So it was environmental um, design, so water. Um, and then kind of, you know, grew into um, technical management of building services. Right. Um, yeah. So it was it was it was it started to become, oh, I, I need to prove myself to, you know, this pressing and that pressing and that pressing. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be able to talk, you know, the way people talk, you know, to be listened to. Mm. Um, I need to, um, you know come across as firm as maybe and sometimes maybe as shouty as the industry expects me to um yeah so so those were those were the realities and and it was a bit of a shock to the system to be honest and because for so long I'd been shielded guarded (laughs) you feel during that time like did you feel pumped or did you feel like slightly I don't know wobbly in your own skin I I definitely felt wobbly you know I am I was I was super naive to what um you know what the what is typical of the industry and I I say what is typical because but but I actually feel like you know um you of course things are changing but obviously not at the rate at which would like things to change but yes I was very very naive um so I was I was very wobbly I was like oh what what is happening um why is this happening and, and I started to kind of second guess myself a lot um I wasn't as you know um forthcoming with my ideas because I kind of felt they didn't have a place around the table um mm. I started to um withdraw from you know 
conversations that I usually would be all chatty and all, you know, oh, yes, this is a great idea. How about we look at this? How about we, you know, challenge this? How about we think about this and all? Um, yeah, so I was, I was wobbly, definitely very wobbly. <laughs> yeah. And how soon after graduation was this? Uh, this was two years, two, yeah, two, yeah, my second, my second year after graduation, second, to my second and my third year, yeah. So interesting because, you know, normally after graduation, we're all wobbly because we lack the experience and, you know, but it sounds like the more experience you've got in industry, the less confident you are becoming. Yeah, I, I think it was because, you know, for the first two years, right, I I had the label of graduate engineer, you know, kind of on me. So, mm. you know, people just thought, oh, she's a grad, you know, she's a graduate engineer. Yeah. Um, we can be, yes, we can be easy on her. Um, we don't expect too much from her. Um um she still has a lot to learn um and then that you know the end of the graduate scheme when I wasn't a graduate engineer any- anymore and kind of came into myself as an engineer mm. people are like oh gosh how- she's got a voice <laughs> she's an engineer um but hmm, I'm not sure if you know we could she has the skill or has the knowledge yeah there wasn't that oh she's a graduate engineer kind of feeling or approach or treatment towards me mm. so how did you get through it or how, are you still trying to get through it um well I guess one thing I you know I had to do was decide what type of engineer I you know what type of engineer I wanted to be um and I had to decide what type of person um I wanted to you know, end up as, because I, I feel like I, um, I, I did a bit of a scan, um, of the people around me, especially, especially the female engineers, more, I guess, more senior female engineers around me. Um, and I saw two types of female engineers and, um, the, there's, there was one type of female engineer who is, who's angry and shouty and obviously, you know, had fought sort of um, proving themselves year on year and, you know, was pretty much tired. Yes, and hardened, exactly. Um, And there was, you know, the other type of female engineer who was just themselves. They just rode with the waves and, you know, they did themselves. There weren't too many of those types of engineers. But at that point, I needed to decide what type of engineer I wanted to be. And I decided to be the engineer that kind of was true to herself, um, irrespective of what was thrown at her and irrespective of, you know, the space she was in. Um, And you know what, to be honest, that was probably the best decision um I could have ever made like for myself for my career because and also the most courageous yes I guess it was um but I guess at that point it was a question of you know 
protecting my engineering dreams and surviving in mm. you know in the engineering industry um mm. i accepted to be different um i accepted to wow. um well done. to kind of feel my own ambitions in a very different way um you know despite the consequences <laughs> and there were consequences there were big massive consequences but you know what I, I look back and I, I have zero regrets what were the consequences then well the consequences were um you know not very nice comments oh there she goes doing her own thing oh why does she mm. get to be involved you know in events that she's getting involved with and we don't um things like um does she actually do any work <laughs> um comments I mean, like were any of these comments true oh no of course not <laughs> well maybe some of them were you know me going up to do whatever i wanted to do yes of course that was true um what were you doing? Were you slacking? Were you? No, I was. I was being an engineer in a non-typical way. I was engaging with society. I was engaging with community. Mm. I was going into schools and talking about the amazing stuff that I was doing. I was good for you. Challenging the ways that people um, presented engineering concepts. I was. I was speaking to politicians and engaging with politicians and with, you know, people in television. I was, I know, developing stuff that was not just within the remits of, you know, what the company I was working with um, were offering. I was working with people in different countries, um, coming up with solutions in different Gosh. countries, working with NGOs. Yeah. I feel like at this point, I want to say thank you. No, because it sounds like you were trying to really break convention and reset the stereotypes. Absolutely. Um, for myself, I, I, you know what? I, I'll be honest. It was it was a it was a selfish um, start. But then, the the more I engaged with people like myself, you know, um, the more I kind of figured it was something you know, I had to do for myself and other people um, in, in, in similar situations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are so brave to have done that. Like, what was fueling your courage and bravery to stand up for yourself? Um, well, survival um, and that thing that just kept on, you know, um, reminding me that come too far to get lost in um, what was regarded as typical. You know, I, I, I just felt like I'd overcome so many, you know, personal challenges as well mm. um, to then lose all of that. Um, I kept on saying to myself, what have I got to lose? What have I, you know, what, what have I, why would I want to lose you know, all that I've, you know, worked super hard for all these years. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's, and, and, and do you know what it was? Um, I mean, it's a constant battle, to be honest, right? Because society 
and you know stereotypes and what is typical you know is all those things are constant you know they're constantly bombarding you know our thoughts our impressions they're constantly bombarding our experiences um they're constantly you know trying to um influence us to um to succumb to mm. what might be an easier path an easier route um, yeah like stay in your box yes exactly you know stay in your box you know what to expect um you know in that box you would avoid this you you would get some security mm. um but 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 now i know all of that is is bs <laughs> yeah i mean what is bullshit about it because you know people a lot of people subscribe to that kind of thinking so what is it that you see as being bs well yeah um i mean what i yes you know like okay i i it, it goes back to you know it goes back to a five-year-old girl right who mm. feels that she can be more than one thing you know she yeah. she's an engineer today she's going into space tomorrow she's a fashion designer the day after and to be honest mm. she can be all these three different things in her lifetime you know she can mm. be all these three different things combined at any given time because she has the ability and the capability to be all those things it's a question of channeling creativity right and um, believing in yourself yes yes you know and um, but then institutions um organizations write a script that works for them right and that script is you come into our space to do this and you do only that thing um and that's mm. your life you know and very 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 quickly it's you know we, we start to lose the fire in us we start to lose the excitement we start to lose the you know the ambition because we're constantly bombarded by the script mm. um and really what you know organizations companies really need to be saying industry re- really need to be saying is you're all these things you bring xyz to us right bring xyz to us but we would love to see abc as well you know um and then you get abc right through to xyz and it helps organizations anyways right but then um a lot of people and a lot of organizations have written a script that works for them um and yes the script works for them but it is not um it doesn't completely you know um capture everything us as individuals are and that's why i think it's bs mm. gosh i mean it feels like what you were taught very early on stays with you you know even in this conversation i kind of feel like i'm hearing what your mum taught you mm. you know it's so beautiful um yeah i you know i i am um, i i saw my mom you know being many different things and i guess you know growing up with you know seeing a single mom many different things kind of stays with you um mm. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and, and, and now I'm, I'm inspired by the people around me, you know, um, even like yourself who are many different things as well. Right. Um, and we just need to keep on reminding ourselves of that, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you describe me as being many different things and whether that's the case or not, I can definitely tell you that I've often felt more bad about being different than I felt being good for being different because being different feels so lonely you know and I hear you and I hear what drives you and I'm thinking I'm talking to a true trailblazer here (laughs) you know so did you ever have moments where you were thinking you know what I'm just going to give up and just be conventional. Oof. Gosh. Um, oh, not really. <laughs> that would be, no, that, nah. That would be like That death. would be death, yes. That would be death, yeah. Um, that would definitely be the end of me. Um, mm. Yeah, because I'm not even, that would, that would be, taking my soul away that would be taking the reason I wake up every morning and get out of bed away right and yes there are moments right mm. to be honest you know there are moments where you know um and actually if I if I think back to a conversation I had last week um and I, I came home I was super tired um and I thought to myself why do I why do I you know why do I do all these things that then make me super tired? <laughs> but then I almost kind of answered my own question. Um, and I was saying to somebody, I was saying, you know what, if um, I was that person that didn't do all these things and didn't get super tired, uh, then you'd know it's not me. Right. You know? Um, yeah. So I just feel, I, I, I feel like, <laughs> When when is the different things you do that kind of now fuel your soul, um, and give you life? You kind of get to a point where you rely on them to continue to have life to keep yes, you alive. Yes, yes. Mm. So is that what's driving you then? Following your heart. Yes, yes. Following my heart is driving me. Um. And it it's strengthening me as well because following your heart has its rewards and it every so often reminds you that you're on the right track. Um, and these reminders come um, in different forms. Um, sometimes you have a conversation with somebody that you've never spoken to or you've never met and you're like, oh my gosh, it feels like every single experience in my life has kind of you know come together for this one moment you know you have so much in conversation and in 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 common um in your conversation and you um speak to somebody about a project right and um it just seems like you've got you find out that you've got all the different elements to make that project possible Right, because of the varied and very different things that you've done. Mm. Um, last week I was um speaking to somebody um at a, at an event, um and literally, as I was speaking to them, 
or just before I spoke to them, I remembered that I'd met them six years before and the very brief, um, you know, interaction that we had 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 influenced some of the um, steps and some of the things I'd done to get me to where I am now, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, And I, I didn't expect to meet this person again. It was the most random thing ever. But literally in the second of, you know, it clicking that, oh, I met this person six years ago, you know, literally in the moment of me then just thinking, oh, yes, and the reason I did this and that and that and mixed with that and that and that, and I'm here exactly six years after having a conversation with them, you know? So, um, yes. You know, it, it you get the reminders, you get the reasons why, um, you get the assurance, you know, whether it's speaking to somebody or even like working in a different country. I worked in the Far East for a number of years and now it makes sense to me why I worked in the Far East for a couple of years, you know. Yeah, curiosity. I was looking for something different. I was looking for grandeur. I was looking for grit. Um, I was looking for wonder and imagination. Um, I mean, again, I cannot believe your levels of courage to just take yourself <laughs> off to a foreign land like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you know, like it's it, it makes it, it makes even more mm. sense now, right? You know, um, I didn't know what I was doing there. I was just looking for something, but now. You know, all, all of my different experiences there, my different projects there, um, I I use in my current work. You know, I can see things from a million different perspectives. Um, yeah, so yeah, you get the reminders that yeah, being yeah. different yeah. um is yeah. rewarding. I mean, in yeah. talking to yeah. you, I'm just like, why have I ever felt bad for being different? Because your attitude is just so positive and so empowered, where you really own your uniqueness. Um, how then does someone so unique fit into a corporate structure? I mean, are you in a corporate structure and how do you cope with it? Yeah, I, You know, great question. You don't fit. <laughs> you know, you. I, I am in a corporate structure and I don't fit. Um, but then my trick is to, and, and this might be a bit sneaky, right, is to stand out, but also where I can be who people want me to be to them. And I will expensiate on that a little bit. Um, so there are people, there are lots of varied people um, within the corporate structure. There are the leaders, the people who think, you know, they're leading um, their subjects. <laughs> um, and they're the people who um, lead by being one of the people. Um, and they're the people who actually get the work done. Right. Mm. Um, And day in, day out, they put the effort in and, you know, and make sure that their actual results. Right. Um, To 
for me, what I've tried to do is identify the people who I can be myself to and the people I can be that person who they want me to be to them, right? So the people who, you know, within my corporate structure are the, are the doers, you know, I am a doer with them, you know, I, they know they can come to me, you know, with the most difficult questions because I would sit with them and say, guys, you know what, we can do this together. We can find the solution to this problem together, right? Um, to the leaders who lead by being one of the people, I am that person who says, um, this is what your people want. This is what, you know, your staff want. You know, this is how you engage with them. This is how you interact with them. And then to the leaders <laughs> um, who are just there pretty much to be leaders, barking at people, and you have them in corporate organizations, I am that person who kind of says, you know what, these are the possibilities, right? I nudge them. I, I say, you know, this is what you can do to inspire people. This is what you need to do. And Obviously, in those instances, I'm annoying. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not the person they would want to speak to all the time, but I am the person they need me to be to them. Um, um, and and I always just hope that something sticks. They listen, you know, at, at, at some point, I know, in their drives back home, they replay conversations and maybe pick, you know, one or two things from, um, and ponder on on one of the, one or two things um from our conversation. Sorry, that was a bit long winded, but yes, that was um that that that's that's my 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 sneaky game. <laughs> Where did you learn? That? Um, I don't know the classroom of life, you know, <laughs> like, you know, experiences teach you, you don't, I, I guess you don't learn it. Like you, you learn it by falling, by getting mean comments back, um, um, in your appraisals, you learn it by people talking behind your back. You learn it by being resilient and just, you know, growing that tough skin um, you learn it by, yeah, by falling and then picking yourself up and definitely keeping your um, gaze, your focus on your big plan, on where you need to go on, whether it's world domination, whether it's, you know, being the next Bill Gates, whether it's, you know, being, you know, on, 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 on achieving that one thing that you've always wanted to achieve, like pretty much all your life. Um, it's 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 definitely you know a lifelong process of learning, um, and and there'd be some experiences. Mm. I mean, I have experiences that pretty much like you know that numb me, and I'm like, boy, gosh, I didn't mm. see that coming. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, that was a mm. huge. Oh my gosh, like that person pretty much like you know shoved me under the boss you know like that you know like but then you take it right and you you kind of then go okay yeah you're you're like okay it's not it's not the end of me you then concentrate on and and maybe console yourself in a way you know with all the positives and all the things that you actually have to celebrate and and just then say you know what I'm not gonna let that have 
um a destructive impact on me yeah but it's hard you know it's hard it's mm. it's 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 you constantly um being on the alert and mm. you know what and sometimes um yeah that can get tiring <laughs> Yeah. But you know, while I listen to you, I just think, wow, on a fundamental cellular level, you really believe in yourself. Because no matter what people say, and how harsh you've received treatment from others, you've never ever questioned your self worth. Mm. And if there's one thing I would, you know, conclude from sort of listening to you it's that you just fundamentally believe that you are of value Mm. and I mean I'm just guessing it's from your upbringing yeah you're right you know um my dad passed on when I was really young and um you know I I don't think a lot of people kind of expected that my mom would you know, bring up two kids um, that would come too much. Um, certainly mm. not the people we were kind of surrounded, um, you know, by. Um, and there were there were amazing people who kind of helped us, who, you know, protected us, who loved us. Um, but then there were there were still kind of non-believers, right? Um, so I mm. I grew up. Um, with a lot of faith um i grew up with a lot of spirituality as well um, um mm. i grew up with you know having to kind of see myself beyond what my current situation was and see possibilities um and i grew up dreaming a lot so i would literally you know, transport myself into into dreamland. Um, and it's a story for thousands and I'd say millions of people, right? Um, but then the thing is, you know, we should never, ever um, underestimate the power of dreams and our faith um, and, on, and in believing in, in ourselves as unique, people unique entities unique um you know uh, people that you know a person that is able to bring something unique to our world because we are right um and the fact that evil is less than good right means that you know um for as long as you're being good and you're loving and you're being that person that expresses good um people who are mean, evil, or that behavior, I shouldn't say people, but the behavior of evil, you know, not being nice to to other people, all that behavior would always sit beneath, beneath one, you know, beneath a person's abilities and capabilities. Um, Yeah, Mm. so I I take, I take comfort in that. And I take, you know, some form of solace in that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's so powerful. It's, it's, (laughs) it's so powerful. You sound so empowered, but it's all come from struggle. Yes. Yes. It's the struggle is the, 
is is the best tutor teacher and it's the finest um filter as well <laughs> um it's the it's amazing for um helping you um achieve like crystal clear focus as well um but i also hear so much humility in your words uh well <laughs> you know what when when you know where you're coming from right you just kind of know that um you have every reason to be grateful and i think gratitude mm. um comes hand in hand with humility mm. you know yeah yeah i think i think true gratitude comes hand in hand with humility mm. so kind of the opposite of grateful like what have you what are your ambitions for the future mm. well my um i i'm i'm super interested in in like what well, in a number of things but um i love what i do as an engineer and i've always gotten quite a lot of um satisfaction and that sense of purpose i'm um, knowing that you know my work as an engineer has an impact on people's lives um whether it's a water supply system in africa or um a creative space excuse me in the far east <clears throat> or you know or um even a talk in a in a school in in, in the united kingdom right um so i would just you know want to carry on coming up with engineering solutions that improve people's lives mm. pretty much um I, i i i would you know it would be such an honor to um reach communities that um you know don't have the opportunity to um be inspired by what i've been inspired by um by the powerful stories i've been inspired by which is why i love what you do i mean i've done a bit of television work and i see the power of television and communication and you know the 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 the, the door it opens to you know taking people on a journey that allows them to dream of possibilities So I'm super keen to um continue to kind of work in in that area to reach people in in the farthest of regions, right? You know, for them to be able to almost see what is possible in their own lives. You know, like as kids, you know, we we watched or we watched um you know Disney produ productions and you know all these Disney productions take us into you know that whole new world of what is possible and it kind of stays with us and and all of a sudden we imagine that we can go to the moon and we can be astronauts and we can you know so I would love to do stuff like that um and yeah mm. yeah those would be and and one day maybe also you know you know I guess you know run run my own organization um mm. that you know is a space for people to be creative um that you know is a space where people can see in its purest form uh, diversity and inclusivity um and 
um, you know, just feel that they can be everything that they want to be in their lives. Um, um, you know, whether it's, you know, as a designer for, you know, garments or a designer for, you know, boss cause or buildings or whatever. Um, and I think, you know, slowly but surely, our world is kind of coming to the realization that, you know, that is possible. Um, uh, I'd love to see a place where, you know, to, 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 to create a place where, you know, you don't have to be male, white, whatever, to be successful. You don't have mm. to speak the jargon that is, you know, typical of, you know, my industry, the engineering industry. And you don't have to shout at people that be schemy and, you know, and horrible and nasty. And, um, and, and also, you know, a space where you can treat women with, you know, dignity and decency because it is crazy. You know, I speak to some of my female friends who work in the tech industry, who work in the engineering industry. And it's crazy, it's unreal, some of the challenges that they have to overcome on a daily basis. Yeah. The comments. Yeah. On the top of their Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm also kind of on a mission to, in through the talks that I give and the you know social engagements to be able to call that out um, and present people with a different scenario, a scenario where they see females as enablers of great success as against things or a tick box or, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I must say it is so refreshing listening to you because I've never even thought about what I'm doing in the way that you've described it. I've never thought of the power of connecting with people through story and you know it was more like a cry to be heard um mm. rather than this kind of confident um empowered perspective of like I'm going to go into media and I'm going to you know mm. convey a message it was more like please someone can, does, is mm. anyone willing to listen kind of thing and mm. so it's just mm. amazing you know you just have such um a strong sense of self I mean it just goes back to that every single time where you're not compromised by the opinions of others and I just find it amazing that you have that attitude because it follows you around everywhere you go. And it means that you're always approaching everything in life from a very strong foundation. Yeah, that, that helps, right? Because um, I, I've come to the conclusion that I'm never going to be what they want me to be. So I might as well just be <laughs> myself. Yes. I, you know, even if I tried that's the thing. Even if I tried, the jargon would never come out of my mouth the same way um, it comes out of their mouths. It would, I, I would, you know, it would never sit well with me to be mean to people or to think of, you know, another person as, you know, you know, just a means to an end, right? Um, 
so I might as well just be, you know, I might as well just be. I just absolutely love that attitude because when I think of my own life, I've expended so much energy trying to please other people and trying to be something that would allow me to fit in or be accepted or be recognized um and it was just a colossal waste of time because people don't care that much Mm -hmm. you know and I was convinced that people really cared about me but actually you know everyone not that we live in a selfish world but you know people are just trying to be the best the best versions of themselves and um Mm -hmm. you know it's just really important to make sure that we are following our own dreams rather than the dreams of other people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and it sounds like you're absolutely Mm. nailing it in that sense yeah (laughs) yeah i think it's a lifetime's work yes it is yes but one thing i'm really curious about is how does being a woman fit into all of that ambition because you know with our biological clocks and just kind of biological Mm. constraints or um you know uh what's another word for constraint that doesn't sound so limiting um but anyway with biology you know we do have to make certain compromises and choices by certain times like what are your views on that yes so um i've been i've been inspired by a few um people that i've kind of you know just found on instagram um and these women are um running companies um and i've got you know four kids five kids and i'm thinking whoa how is she doing this Mm. Um, and you know um whether their accounts are managed by themselves or uh, you know they've got assistance or, or or whatever I'm I'm like this is the story that nobody is telling us this is the other side of the story right that nobody is telling us right you know for pretty much all our lives and um, you know somebody you know the, what we've heard constantly heard is oh you're a woman you have to do this by this age that age that age <laughs> oh you have to demonstrate you know your um, feminine qualities, you know, by this happening to you and that happening to you. And the more I see these women doing different, you know, well, what is different? And or what, well, I guess what is the opposite of, of these expectations that we've grown up with, the more I challenge you know, these seeming expectations, you know, so I challenge, you know, the fact that, you know, somebody thinks, okay, right, you should, you know, definitely have had all your kids before 40, or um, you can't run a company and um, have, you know, kids and things like that. I'd say you can do whatever you want to do, you know, you are, um, and with, with, all that we seem to be blessed with, you know, in this day and age in terms of what is possible, um, it's time to start breaking 
and really smashing those restrictions. Because the question is, why is it so different for us? Oh yes, we have we have wombs and whatever, but but then you know what? Um, there's so many stories that that show us that um, it really comes down to what we believe in our hearts um, and faith. Yeah. So are you yeah. have you formulated how you want to handle those things or are you kind of approaching life that there will be the right time for everything that you don't even know you want <laughs> yeah yeah well I've, I've got a daughter I've got um oh wow I've got okay. a, a two-year-old so you are a um, superwoman yeah juggling I do um, engineering motherhood <laughs> Um, but but what has helped, you know, what has really helped me um, is literally from the minute I found out I was pregnant with her, um, I just kind of, you know, trusted that she would come into this world to be her own person as well. Um, and she would be, you know, in her own journey, right? Yes, as my daughter, but definitely not as um, the person who would want me to sacrifice my dreams um, or ambitions. Um, and that has helped so much. I mean, I she is so um, helpful and cooperative as well. Um, even at two years old, like she's happy for me to come back home at nine, ten o'clock. And there's some days she waits, she stays up for me. I literally open the door and she sees me. She sees I'm okay. And then she immediately falls asleep, <laughs> you know? Um, and I see that, she, you know, even in terms of her development, she is picking up on the stuff that I'm doing and she's growing to be her own person. She's saying, oh, mommy, I want to go into space. She's, um, so she's letting me be me, you know, and she's showing me that she, she's her and she's evolving and unfolding um, to be her. Um, yeah. And yes, obviously the mornings are crazy. You know, when I'm driving like a mad woman trying to get her to nursery because I need to be on a train that would take me to some random place or um, or I need to catch a flight it doesn't happen too often. But yes. Um, but then we both get what we want. Wow. I mean, it just sounds like you're part of a generational cycle of really um empowered women who want to lift other people up through your own success um and by spreading the love um so with that in mind like what advice would you give to any young women who are wanting wanting to follow in similar footsteps to yours um, I would say um, all the different um, experiences that brought you to where you are now are for a purpose. 
Um, and now is the time to really dig deep, um, you know, find that thing that fills your soul. Um, go out, meet people, um, step out of the box. Your life is yours and it's yours to be lived. Um, and all your different experiences are for a reason. They come together um, in that amazing, what would be that amazing picture of your life story. Um, so go for it. Take on the challenges. Don't, don't let, you know, the disappointments get to you. They're only disappointments. They would become a distant memory. Um, take on new challenges. Send that email that, you know, that you want to send it. Um, connect with that person that you think you can have an interesting conversation with. Um, put that business plan together and just dream it, act on it. Um, it's all for some reason, uh, for, 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 for a big, massive reason for, for something to unfold in your life. Do it. Just definitely do it. Um, and, and where there seem to be barriers, where there seem to be, you know, that constant, you know, um, building of walls to lock you up, create a door and just walk out of it, you know, there's no need, you know, there's something brighter, better on the other side, there's you on the other side, um, and the most important person is you um, and you need to be free to be you amazing words to end on thank you so much for joining me on silence thank you for having me thank you thank you for having me it's been a, a wonderful amazing time chatting with you it really has thank you oh likewise that's it from my stem guests this week i'm literally buzzing with inspiration i mean my guest has such a refreshing attitude towards life i don't think anything could knock her i mean with that kind of strength and tenacity and emotional robustness how could she not succeed in life i just feel really privileged to have spoken to someone so inspiring today so empowered and thank you for listening this week don't forget to rate and review the show and catch you next week on Silence.